The truth is, I don't even like running. I mean, y'all know that anyway, but I love the feeling of pushing myself and giving my training a real purpose. That's why I like to do things like Spartan races. They are the perfect tests of all-around athleticism. They have 5K, 10Ks, even halves and ultras, but with obstacles along the way, even throwing spears. Cardio meets strength and purpose. Try it out. Use code SPARTANDAD, and you can get 25% off any Spartan race. It'd be fun. Let me know you're doing it. I'll go try and do one with you. It's a lot of fun. It's a great time. Use code SPARTANDAD for 25% off a race. Have fun plans for the outdoors? Make the memories last with the best outdoor coolers and drinkware. Celebrating 10 years of cool, Orca was founded in 2012, born from the idea of making a hard-sided cooler that beat out all the rest. Orca coolers are built to be as strong as the adventures you take them on. That's why they have a lifetime warranty while giving you world-class maximum temperature retention. Orca's drinkware offers the same high quality, keeping your drinks icy cold or hot for hours, and they look great while doing it. Their stainless steel vacuum-sealed tumblers and martini cup are perfect companions for your next outdoor adventure. Go to orcacoolers.com backslash bourbon for 15% off your order. That's orcacoolers.com backslash bourbon for 15% off. Orca, make it last. Today's show is also sponsored by our friends at distilleryproducts.com. If you are a store, you're a group, you're a blog, you're a podcast, you're a distillery, whatever it is, you need laser edge glassware at wholesale prices. Reach out to me. I'd be happy to get you in touch with the whole family behind distilleryproducts.com doing amazing things. We use them. You should too at distilleryproducts.com. You know, I'm not the best with social media. You and I obviously know it. And most people that follow us even subtly would definitely know it. But I've been seeing, you know, where you throw up on these, uh, I guess, stories or reels or whatever it is the, the Instas call them. These uh, ask me anything question things. Well, I don't understand why when you get one about me, you don't relay text it to me. Or if it might be pertinent to me, I, I don't get a text saying, Zeke, what would you reply? What are your thoughts? Which one in particular I, a, are you talking about? I mean, I've seen a lot lately. I'm a, I, I'm a little butthurt. I'm not going to lie. Because I know it is your group of friends that are trolling me or trolling you. I mean, I, I don't take Zeke questions very seriously. And I'll be honest with you about that because I know who they are half the time. I mean, even though it's anonymous, I like said this over and over. I like the anonymous questions because I feel like people are more open. I do feel like people know that you're not on social media. And there's a certain group of people that might be named Tom. They might be from New York. Like there is a certain group of people. Tom is from Chicago. We have another friend from New York. And it's those people that ask the Zeke questions. I know because they've reached out to me on the side on it. So like I know who's doing it. Well, even there's general ones like, what do you guys think? Well, you guys is not a singular answer. Well, you've been very busy. It's also the reason why every single time I do an interview, you're on assignment. So you're a busy guy. I don't think you have the time to write me back. If you want me to reach out to you, I do it every Friday night. Sometimes I go into Saturday. So like have your phone ready. I know you're going away this weekend. So what am I going to do? Text you and then wait eight hours for you to respond because you're with your boys? I mean that or I could probably send you a really good... uh. I mean, <laughs> less than less than sober answer. It might depend on how the game's going too. Because if George is getting beat, you're going to get some uh, some crass. I feel like this has backfired for you because at the end of the day, it's either I answer the question or I wait for Zeke time, and we all know shit's got to get done at some point. I'm just saying, 
It's the thought that counts, right? All right. I'll ask you the question. I'll still post the answer and I'll see how long it takes <laughs> you to respond. There you go then. Perfect. Glad we could agree to disagree. If only my relationships work that way. I think they have, bro. <laughs> Everyone, my name is John Edwards. With me, as always, sometimes is Zeke Baker, and together we make the Dad Shrink of Bourbon. Wherever you are, whatever time it is, thank you for making us a part of your day. Zeke, there's so much I have to catch you up on, and then we're going to review a whiskey because I haven't got to record with you in a little bit. I've done a ton of interviews in between, so for those of you, I think there's four or five interviews coming up. Please pardon that Zeke is not there. It's okay. We need to get interviews in more, and sometimes I take them at wonky times, or I take them at times where Zeke's got his kids. So like we just do what we can. And I did at least listen to the Tim interview. I haven't gotten anything further past that. I've been really inundated with the rewatchables allowing their entire database to be available right now. I know we've talked about it a lot, I guess, for this uh, current quarter or whatever run we're in, but you know, you got to take advantage of things while they're there. And by God, that's what I'm doing. This has turned into a bourbon review, bourbon interview podcast and rewatchables fan podcast, because I mean, literally, if you all want to know half the day, Zeke and I call each other, say, have you listened to this rewatchables yet? I tell him I'm behind on editing because I end up like getting sucked into an episode of the rewatchables. This week, I got sucked into scent of a woman. Hoo-ah! Like that just it got me. So we're really trying to get that, you know, good mix of interviews back in with the reviews. So look forward to that coming up. Well, plus, you know, it's fall. We usually have um, a little more banter there. Yeah. Football's coming back really, really soon. Sports wise. Sports. Venus's final round or rounds. This is pretty crazy that she is just, I mean, they had that whole ceremony for her, thinking that was going to be her last match. And she's like, no, no, no. I'm not done. And then wins two more. So yeah, then she knocks off number two. Yeah. I think she plays again, what, tomorrow? I mean, we're recording this on Thursday, candidly for everyone, but she's even playing a doubles match with her sister that they let them add in. Just, I'm sure. I think they played the doubles match gesture. today. Oh, was it? Okay. Yeah. I saw that, but I'm like, I saw they also were like basically last minute. Hey, if I'm retiring, me and my sister want to play. Can we play? Like, what are you going to do? Say no. It is pretty crazy, though. There's nothing better than that aging superstar. Like, there's nothing better than the person who's going out. As much as I hate to say it, you know, Peyton Manning, his last season winning in Denver. Like, there's just something about that superstar that you know is on their way out. And then they come back and get that last win or or the deep run. It doesn't even have to be a win. I mean, it's just a deep run at that age, especially like tennis is so demanding and you're 40 years old and your body does i mean i know hell you know we're we're right there and your body doesn't work the same way it used to you get a little more cricks that you didn't have before and the fact that you're doing that at 40 is crazy yeah i mean i caught flack for not going to live on the green tonight i'm like man it's the one time per year i might get to see my boys from school i'm resting i'm sorry 
Yeah, I do want to go to live on the green tomorrow, though. We'll we'll see. I'm trying to convince the family because the Wild Feathers are playing. That's my boy Brett's band. Shout out to the Wild Feathers, everybody. Oh, go it's not once that. a week anymore. Well, no, once it gets to a certain point, so it's once a week, and then once it gets to the last week of August, first week of September, first weekend, they do Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Oh, because this is the first weekend of it, though, right? Is it the first weekend? Yeah. Uh. It is live on the Green Music Festival, September 1st to September 5th. Just one big blowout now. It's just one big blowout, it looks like. It used to be every Thursday night, but now it's just one big blowout weekend. Yeah, it was like six weeks worth. I mean, it was a good time, like, you know, especially once it got cooler towards the end of the run. For those of you that are listening that don't <laughs> live in Nashville or, and understand this, Live on the Green was this concert series that was on the courthouse lawn, and it's free. So all you do is you just have to show up and there's awesome bands playing. I mean, even looking at this, like tonight was Cheryl Crow, tomorrow is Moon Taxi, Santa Gold Coin, Yola, Arrested Development is playing. Like there's some awesome people playing and it's all free. So all you got to do is show up to the lawn and yeah, there's like VIP tickets and stuff, but it used to be every Thursday and I lived literally right across the street from this so i could open my window from my apartment and look out and watch live on the green i miss it but speaking of parties there's so much stuff i gotta update you on kentucky bourbon festival there is an evening in white with bourbon beats and bites at bardstown bourbon company i got us tickets you gotta wear all white join us for our kentucky bourbon festival after party experience an upscale evening with all white theme from casual to couture celebrate beverage culinary and distilling at the most modern distillery in the country upon arrival you will be greeted with a welcome cocktail prepared by one of our own mixologists delicious cuisine vibrant music with a dj and an interactive evening of surprises and experiences we'll also be celebrating the launch of our chateau labad too i just feel like anyone that was raised in the traditional old south you don't wear pastels till after easter and you don't wear white after labor day those are two hard rules you don't break and almost said the f-bomb because you don't well i think you're gonna have to break it this year i mean i got a white easy that's the best i can do you can't wear like a white v-neck i mean the only one i got's got some kid stains on it what size shirt are you i will buy you a white v-neck before this party I'll find something maybe, but I'm just telling you, this is very faux pas, very, very. It goes against things I was taught as a young child. And it goes against the ethos. You can stay home growing up in the South. (laughs) You can stay home. I'll go drink all the Chateau Labad. You can stay home if you want to. You could just go back to the hotel, Mr. I can't like have fun and wear white and have a party. It's a timeless rule. Look it up. But if you want to go with us, I mean, I'm going to be there. I don't know if Zeke's going to be there. He might be that asshole that like has to be different. The rule has been around longer than bourbon. I don't know. Listen, I bought white jeans preparing for this. I bet you did, Panama Red. I did. I got a white hat. I got white shoes. I got white jeans. Ready to go. I mean, he tried to look like, um, oh, what's his name? The sheriff from uh, uh, Dukes of Hazard? <laughs> no. It, <laughs> I mean, if I wore like a white bolo tie with it, but I'm going to wear a white t-shirt, white jeans, and I'm thinking black cross. You know, so like black cross, white shoes, white shirt, just a little pop of color. I mean, I can just go shirtless. I'm pretty pasty. <laughs> that too. <laughs> that too. The other thing is, y'all make sure we are moving over. We're still on Instagram, but we're moving over on Pix app. So go to get Picks on Instagram, find them, find the app, download it. We're going to be putting our reviews in there. So after we do a review here, we'll wait a couple of weeks 
and this Basil Hayden Subtle Smoke. You'll also see us then enter a review into PixApp on it. Maybe Zeke will actually be doing some stuff, but there's a whole thing where you could do stuff with tasting. They can match your taste profile as well as going over and uh, you know do posts and stuff like that. It's, it's a lot of fun. I had a three-hour call with them last week to go through fixing some of the UI stuff and making it better. So when I said before that I'm going to be working with them, literally had a call three hours with them last friday going through the whole app and saying what are things we can make better check them out get pics good people all hell is breaking loose in my house right now sweet like my daughter is getting up out of bed and i'm hearing it and it's not good like i'm wondering if i'm gonna have to get up at some point and go assist here if the bat signal goes up it goes up Sometimes the bat signal goes up. I'm not hearing anything right now. It's quiet. We'll see. Let's see if we could get through this subtle smoke from Basil Hayden. So the the other funny thing about this show, I feel like this is just a fun show because I haven't seen you in a minute. I have a whole bunch of samples to get you. I have the Larceny Barrel Proof to get you, the newest Elijah Craig Barrel Proof. Maybe it's going to be somebody's birthday soon and we can get a sample of that. Both There's my some, kids. Well, both your kids. And- <laughs> some other people so like somebody by the last name of brown it was his birthday so we're gonna drink some of that we have a new davis county there's a lot of stuff i have to get to you this weekend this labor day weekend when you get back i'm gonna give you a whole bunch of samples although there are times where i look back and i'm like man that thing's been sitting on my shelf for a while i feel like we missed that and that's how it worked with this basil hayden subtle smoke because it was released in april the press release came out in march the press release came out march 31st And it said, Basil Hayden challenges the notion that smoky spirits are harsh with its newest ultra premium bourbon and limited time offering Basil Hayden Subtle Smoke. Artfully complex yet uniquely approachable, Basil Hayden Subtle Smoke is an entirely new take on smoky spirits that will capture the attention of whiskey connoisseurs and those new to the category. So the steps to create this bourbon begin with toasting and lightly charring a secondary barrel. Afterwards, hickory smoke chips are delicately ignited at a constant feed to produce smoke, which is then pumped into the barrel, resulting in soft charred notes. This six-month secondary aging process provides a smoother, more subtle take on smoky spirits and creates the perfectly sophisticated yet approachable introduction to both bourbon and basil Hayden. Obviously, that is coming from the press release. Those are not my words. That's a high praise right there. We'll see when we taste it if it's true. But Freddie No said, we continue to honor my grandfather Booker No's legacy of pushing the boundaries of what bourbon can be with the debut of Basil Hayden's Subtle Smoke, a showcase of the many ways in which our bourbon can be layered, refined and complex, yet approachable and inviting. So you get it. Everybody's kind of saying the same thing, right? You get it. Some other people say Basil Hayden Subtle Smokes is proof that bourbon can be complex and smoky, but doesn't need to be harsh. That was Jonathan Marks, senior brand director, who said that. And then this is $49.99. It's non-age stated. It's 80 proof as all Basil Hayden is. Anything else you need to know about this? I mean, this is kind of in that same category as their Caribbean rye and the 2 by 2 rye, where it's a total limited edition bourbon. I will say, now I think normally we, neither one of us are too much on tasting notes from brands because they're usually pretty ambiguous or, you know, like things that would just embody almost any product. But as vague as this is, it kind of hits the nail on the head. Artfully complex yet approachable. I don't know if artfully was the word I would use. It's not really in my wheelhouse. It fits pretty well for this thing. And I really struggled. I didn't think the right word would be saying, like, put my thumb on this 
or, or to try and you know grasp. I just struggled with actual notes to a fair degree. The first thing I wrote down was simply, well, it's not subtle. <laughs> Beyond that, I, I kind of went all over the place. At times, I thought I was getting like some creosote. At times, there was maybe some bark. I almost even kind of got like, um, you know, an aged scotch, slightly like mothballish kind of taste. Something about the way the oak was portrayed, and maybe I'm wrong in saying the oak. Maybe it's the smoke that was literally <laughs> smoke signals throwing me off. <laughs> Um, oh, look at you. <laughs> but no, I mean, like, honestly, I even when I don't like the notes I get, I usually at least feel pretty good about what I put out on paper. But this one just threw me off strongly. Uh, circling back around, tried it some more later. I almost thought it might be like an odd, um, you know, herbal tea to a degree. I assume this has the rye grain in it and not the rice. But kind of back to that whole like herbal tea sense. There was enough warmth to it to kind of mimic like having literally just a, a warm herbal tea. And I thought that the finish kind of lingered to the same profile. I didn't dislike it by any means, but I, again, I just couldn't put my finger on, on hardly any of it. That, that's why when you read off that note from the brand, I'm like, you know, I can't disagree for once. The only thing that I am 100% certain on with this pour is smoke. I think that is the easiest way to put it, right? Like the the nose, maybe some vanilla and smoke, and the taste is some smoke, and then the finish is that tea, but like the front of the palate is just smoke. Like when you listen to the process and it's like they get these secondary barrels and then they pump a whole bunch of smoke to it, you're like, ah, oh, man, that's kind of gimmicky, and then you taste it and you're like, oh, shit, this is like smoke, and... <laughs> It is 100%. I mean, where they say bourbon can be complex and smoky, but it doesn't need to be harsh. You think that's some marketing bullshit, <laughs> right? And I'm like tasting this. And I'm like, man, it goes down easy. It's smoky as hell. It's like literally when you have one of those smokers like that people can buy now and you smoke your drink before like you have a smoked old fashioned this will make a smoked old fashioned without even having to like burn wood in it they've already done it for you it's captured in this bottle i just wonder again it's my biggest problem with basil hayden like i wonder what this would be it doesn't i'm not even saying it needs to be cast strength and i know like people are gonna say okay well that's old granddad when it's basil hayden at 100 proof but like I really would love to have this smoky one at 100 proof just so that it had a little bit of meat on the bones. Like when you taste it, I think, yeah, you know, you get the vanilla, you get the the smoke, you get the tea, but you're not getting like an oomph. Like it's still got that thinness yeah. to a Basil Hayden. And I just need something a little thicker. Like I need something that carries a little more weight, punches a little bit harder than the Basil Hayden, but I don't dislike it in the sense of like, I, I like the innovation. I like where it's going and I think it could be interesting. It's just where it is now is not my jam, but I'd like to see Freddie play with it more in the future. I mean, I definitely agree with you there. And I would say my only gripe, maybe not even the proof, like I, I would like to see it ramped up, but literally they got to take subtle out. There's nothing subtle about this domination of a profile. Like, it's like saying somebody subtly farted and they 
cleared out a, a 10 by 10 room. No, you crop dusted everybody. There was nothing subtle about that, man. Come on, own it. This needs to be like smoke on the water. You know, <laughs> smoke on the water. Because even when you drink it, I mean, think about it. If it was a little bit higher proof, it would be like. Dun, 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 dun. But I mean, it's also kind of interesting to me and almost, I guess, a, a two part thought I had. A, you know, as much as we kind of you know, gripe about people mimicking quote unquote innovation versus having their own. The only other product that I can think of that's done something similar would actually be, you know, local uh, Kerry Bringle with his, you know, 12 year peg leg porker where he takes, you know, actual chips from his smoker and fire pit that he's cooked barbecue on. And he uses those in with the whiskey and it gives it a much more noticeably different profile. Kudos on finding some, you know, new type of innovation. And that kind of leads me into my second part of what I would say, though, before to cut you off and then I want you to go to your second part. Carrie Pringles stuff. It's funny because that barbecue, that hickory barbecue stuff that really like makes me hungry. Like this is a completely different type of smoke. You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> fair enough. I was just saying it's not like, hey, we're putting out a sherry finish. Oh, yeah. Woo. Like I, but I mean, I taste the barbecue, you know, in the peg leg stuff. I, I taste it and it's totally me being me, but that peg leg stuff comes out and I'm like, mm, I could really go for uh, some pulled pork. What about you? Sorry. Your second point after I derailed you. I think you derailed yourself more than uh, you derailed me. Cause there's probably going to be a barbecue sandwich later in your future. Mm, pork. <laughs> but Another thought I had was, you know, I feel like in the past 12, 16, 18 months, we've definitely seen more innovation from brands that are huge brands, big staples. And I think a lot of us just kind of like assumed, hey, don't rock the boat. You're making more than anybody. Why worry? And then, you know, I thought for a little while, Jack was leading the way with new releases, just different concepts and things and products that were putting out that really showed like, hey, y'all might not have known, but we were thinking about this a few years ago because we all know you can't make whiskey overnight. But now with some of the stuff Beam's been rolling out, it's kind of like, oh, well, the other really, really big boy in whiskey apparently also had the same train of thought, even though they were making more and selling more than anybody. They weren't just sitting on their heels and being complacent. So now I kind of wonder like, well, what else are they going to put out? And if anything, they've got more money than anyone. So it's, to me, at least seemingly easier for them to put almost any product out. Because if they have the one that even does mediocre, it ain't going to hurt the bottom line. No, I think if there's anything that's more evident that Freddie has been allowed to play around. I mean, even before he got made master distiller, but if Freddie was kind of like able to mess with some stuff and Fred was like, Hey, Freddie, you just go do your thing. We'll take care of you. And the brand team kind of is like, don't worry, Freddie, you go do your thing. We'll, we'll figure out a way to market it. Although I still really think they missed the mark with the toast, but needed to be called like rice. Well, they <laughs> missed the marketing. Yeah. The mark was fine. It was a good product. Well, no, they, I'm saying the marketers missed the mark. Yeah, like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. They, like, yeah. they missed the point that rice was the most interesting thing about basil Hayden toasted, not the toast. But I think this subtle, and maybe it's, thank God Tim's on the brand team now. Tim, this is not subtle smoke. This is like punch you in the face smoke. Yeah, it's like, I mean, I don't know about you, but I mean, the one thing I can at least claim to my kids I never really did was that I've never smoked a cigarette. Like, I got one thing I can say I didn't do. But 
you know, if you ever like made out with somebody who was a smoker, it was a really weird experience. You know, like it just like overwhelmed you. Like that's what this is almost kind of like, whoa, like that don't taste like whiskey at all. Like that is smoke. <laughs> but but it's not as bad as cigarettes. It's like it's not Forrest Gump coming in the room. Lieutenant <laughs> Dan going, what happened? She tasted like cigarettes. <laughs> at least that movie conditioned me not to flinch. <laughs> I'd be up for trying at 50 bucks. You, you can't really tell people don't get it. If you like a smoky profile, go ahead and get this. I'd like to see them take some other juice, like some other beam stuff besides the Basil Hayden and play around with this smoke and see what happens, at least for like bartenders and, and mixologists. I think they could make a lot of awesome drinks from this. And that's not a cop out by saying that. I really think it's unique and it brings that smoky flavor to it. I wonder if just having the smoky flavor on its own and not not having the other components of a cocktail is maybe what's holding it back a little bit for me where like I like the smoke but I like the smoke and I'm with you and honestly if they put this product out let's be honest they didn't just pump smoke into one set of barrels or put one product in a set of barrels that were pumped full of smoke you and I both know if they spent the time to do it for one if you've got that far in the scientific process you're gonna have variables that I can't imagine anyone's mind not working like that. Totally understand. Who knows how long we have to wait to see those if we ever do. Yeah. Anyways, thank you, Basil Hayden, for sending this our way. Go ahead and find us on Facebook at Dad Drinking Bourbon, Twitter at Bourbon Dads, Instagram at Dad's Drinking Bourbon. Please leave us an open and honest review just like we leave an open and honest review about the whiskey we drink. You can also find us on Get Picks. Zeke, where else can the folks find us? Normally good old Nashville, Tennessee. This weekend I will be in the great state of Georgia, hopefully watching the dogs open off their season by rolling the Oregon Ducks with uh, some of my closest family from pharmacy school. Cheers. Ciao. Go Cats.